let's do it welcome to everyday people sanjana shridhar <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today how are you doing today i am doing great actually how are you vibe i am feeling better now that i know that the recording is happening properly have <laughs> that's good that's good so uh i am really happy to have you today because we've been trying to schedule this for a couple of weeks and i forgot once i just simply forgot <laughs> to ping you back uh but we're finally doing fine. this and i want to start off with the first question which is who are you what do you do and what is your current side project <laughs> i will not answer the first one who are you because that's just a really difficult question mm-hmm. um and anything i say i don't feel like would accurately describe me because i don't want to start with who are you saying oh i'm sanjana shridhar i am a you know so and so with my job or i am a so and so with whatever um so i will not answer the who are you part um what do i do for a living is um i'm a manager mm-hmm. um for a procurement consulting firm so um i handle a team of well i used to handle a team of six people earlier this year but uh, it's reduced down to four <laughs> i had to let let couple of people go um but that's what i do for a job and then uh, what was the what was the next one that you asked what is your current side project my current side project is um i i'm not sure if it's actually a project but it's good to call it a project but i would also say like a new passion that i found is uh pole dancing mm mm-hmm. So that is what my side project is right now. Um so when I'm not working uh, or having fun it's something that I work on um on a yeah on a so, weekly basis. Amazing. That's so nice. So you're a, a, you you've been experiment, experimenting with pole vaulting and we'll come to that. But okay. uh, not pole vaulting. Pole dancing. Pole dancing. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh pole dancing and we'll come to that but first i want to talk to you about your work so you said you're a manager at a procurement consultancy as in a hiring firm uh no we are a group purchasing organization mm-hmm. uh so what we do is uh we have a couple of suppliers connected to us um who we call our preferred suppliers and then we have a member like couple of clients who we call member companies um so usually how it goes is we are the middlemen basically we work with a lot of data so because the space that we work in is maintenance repair and operations which is a very small space for any company uh because any big company would need to have um safety items cleaning items um you know just for the maintenance of operations day to day at the plant level so we don't supply it but we are connected to a couple of suppliers who we recommend our clients to uh so these member companies that is is it getting too complicated is it getting way too complicated no, and detailed no the thing is i understand <laughs> this because i have been in corporate for 9 years oh okay okay right but this is the yeah. most corporate speak i've ever had on the show 
this is a lot of corporate speak to say very so little see that's what happens when you work with a consulting firm is you talk a lot you you need to bullshit a lot so yeah. you learn corporate talk but basically um, you're a recruiting firm you find people and connect them to member companies um i wouldn't say recruiting i would say like a uh, middleman to connect some of the members to our suppliers and they can get the products for cheaper because we um basically buy in bulk for all our members so we get cheaper pricing so the more members we add the more we can negotiate with our suppliers to get them cheaper pricing so now i relate to that a lot more mm-hmm. because to me what that sounds like yeah right is is wholesaling which is what our family business yeah. was very similar to like that would be the exact like concept mm-hmm. but it's just a lot more uh, there are a lot more layers of because course. it's a consulting firm yeah yeah so but in very simple terms that would be it but like i understand the uh, approach of you know sort of if you're going to be a middleman company then you need to have an approach that is uh, two pronged right because you have to reach out to your uh member companies as well as well as your stakeholders and there's yes. a different like so absolutely this exact thing is something that's been in my family for so long because our uh family business again was uh paper wholesale right so it's obviously okay. with be you being a you being in a consultancy firm is a lot more complicated yes. as as the necessities of today uh yeah. but like I I can appreciate that what you do is very hard. Uh it it definitely is uh it's I don't know I have never worked in a corporate firm in India so I don't know if it's tougher there um but I would say this is especially this year it's been quite crazy like work has been pretty crazy so um I would agree my job has been tough. <laughs> for india like i was with oracle for 5 years yeah. and, and so that was like i could see what happens in a large corporation in india um but then after that i've been in a couple of startups for 2 years each and that's been very refreshing like okay it's been like really productive and it's been really uh sort of synergistic and uh, there's a lot of like um ex enthusiasm right to do things right so in a smaller company i found that to be there but in the bigger companies absolutely that the stereotype of the indian you know everybody is relaxed and like nothing is really happening <laughs> which happens in large companies yeah. like a lot yeah. is happening but a lot uh, lot isn't happening exactly i wouldn't know because again i've never worked in a well i've interned in a large corporation but i've not worked hmm. full time for a big company uh in fact the the job that i'm doing right now uh was my f- was my real first ever full time job mm-hmm. um and i've been working here for what 6 years now wow and yeah we're a, we're we're a pretty small firm we just over 100 people 
100 people yeah it's a good size i yeah. I, i joined my first startup uh, it's called zendrive it was like a lovely workplace i i'm friends with a lot of people there still um that was 100 ish i was employee number 89 when i joined <laughs> Okay, I was employee number fifty-one or fifty-two, something like that. Whereas in Oracle, I was employee number forty-eight thousand four hundred eighty-six. <laughs> really, that was my ID. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would work for a big corporation or if even if I would want to. It's definitely an exper- experience in patience. Definitely. Hmm. like you have yeah. to be very vigilant and very like not vigilant the word i'm looking for is like you have to be very uh, patient in in the sense of being able to follow up and make pushing through and have, being persistent it requires a lot of yeah. persistence yeah but like a 100% company was like a super sweet spot for me so i'm happy that you're experiencing some like I, you enjoy your job right I do enjoy my job. Um there are parts that I don't enjoy of but course. of course <laughs> that's always there so um but I do enjoy my job. So um in concluding like this question uh I just wanted yes. to understand like if you could if you could do anything else like the cliche question of if money was no factor what would you be doing? uh do you find that you enjoy the aspect of managing people a lot uh or is it very exhausting for you it can be both um just depends on the day i guess uh most days luckily i like to manage people uh but on some days it definitely gets tough um honestly even on a day to day basis like i have to be because some of the people that i manage are also in india mm-hmm. so i have to be on calls um early in the morning here um yeah. just you know talking to them getting them to you know hit all the deadlines um but it's really nice when like an analyst like you see an analyst grow in their career and you you feel like you of course like everyone like it's their own effort and you know it's their interest and enthusiasm and um work that they put in to get a promotion but you do play a small part in it mm-hmm. um as a manager so that feels really good uh when you see them excel mm-hmm. but uh other than that you did ask me a question like what would i do if like if money, money was wasn't no- yeah a question um honestly right now like at this like in this call this minute this moment of my life right um and i hope this passion doesn't die but i do definitely um would want to be a pole instructor um you know or like just build a beautiful community um do what you love sort of life yeah. um i mean of course it's a dream um and it's not easy but um that's what i would want to do right 
I would not want to be in corporate, honestly, if that if money wasn't an option. I mean, if money, yeah, if money wasn't an option. If money wasn't a problem. If problem, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about your uh, pole dancing or pole just as an athletic endeavor, right? Because that's what it is. It's yeah. a very athletic sport, honestly. It is. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, I could just go on talking. It's like, oh, you've just asked me about my like favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, where, where do I start? So it's definitely an athletic sport and it probably looks like, um, it's, it looks pretty crazy to be doing those things. And, and I would agree it is tough. You need to be consistent, um, with your workouts, with your uh, nutrition or, or your sleep even because I definitely have, I'm still like working towards it, um, be, working towards all those factors that go into it that make you a pole dancer. But although it looks so tough and um, pretty crazy, I would say that anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Um if they just took a little bit time and effort to put into it. Um, so it's not like it, no one should think that, um, oh, because her body looks like that, she's able to do it. or And because my body looks not like that right now, I shouldn't try it because all shapes and sizes can definitely get on the pole and do it. Um, and it's really fun. So I think people should try it. Yeah, I mean, um, like, being able to just spin around a pole uh, again and again, it's very like, it's the adult version of a child childhood ride. <laughs> like a very good one. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, initially I would get dizzy uh, and, I'm, and I'm not even kidding because you don't know to control, you, you don't know how to have control around the spin even. So you're just like going really yeah. fast and for you, a layman who's you listening sorry uh, for a layman who's uh, yeah. listening to this the pole spins on its own mm-hmm. also right like you can just like and so that's how people are able to do so many rotations around on it yes yes so the every pole can be put in static and spin yeah um usually when you put it in static it's um it's when you're trying bigger tricks you don't want to be spinning you want to try it in static yeah. first uh, but every pole does spin and that's how you're able to spin around it. But you need to keep the momentum going, although the pole spins, because you can be in the middle of you can be in the middle of the air doing something. And if you don't have enough momentum, you'll come to a halt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it goes like both ways. It, it helps both ways to keep the momentum going and the pole does spin on its own. So what's your... Uh... If I asked you, like, your, for a, for lack of a better word, your proficiency in in pole, uh, do you prefer, like, static or do you prefer spin? Uh, I always do spin. And I tell myself, I keep telling myself that I should practice on static because I think it will be better to do it that way first but I'm just like my pole is always on spin (laughs) and I'm always trying things on spin and it's also like 
easy to hurt yourself that way but luckily yeah, of course, the momentum that hasn't, you said right like yeah, speed yeah yeah so sure. but yeah so yeah so like it's it's really cool because i have never spoken to anybody who's done pole before and like it's this is what the benefit of the show is right i get to talk to people who are very interesting yes. like you oh thank you i will take that as a compliment of course it is a compliment <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but okay so now like comes the fourth question which is about advice and so generally what i do here is i ask people for okay. three pieces of advice depending on how the conversation has been uh mm-hmm. about different things and i think i saw you the most enthusiastic and the brightest when you were talking about pool so <gasps> yeah to give beginners uh three pieces of advice what would you say uh you mean because um, of anyone who, who okay. wants to try for um three pieces of advice um that is really tough because i myself am still i would say well i'm i've just surpassed like beginner and i'm like getting into intermediate, intermediate yeah yeah um but advice i would say don't don't give up because it's it's tough to get the moves you you are not going to look the way someone else looks on the pole uh, even when you're in a class because growth is just different and your body is different their body is different so first thing is understanding that and not to give up um keep trying um and understand i think like what the what you require to do a move um i because sometimes you have to work out outside at the, you know at the gym or lift weights um mm-hmm. or do mobility and different things like that um so if if you're definitely if you're more into fitness even before trying pole it's going to be easier for you um um what else do i have to say so i'll i'll say um, i'll i'll help you i'll give you some time to think uh okay but so what you've said is that one you're going to look different from everybody else in the class like look at your own progress not at somebody else's yes and yes. the second you've said is that uh your body is going to look the way it does and you might have to work out outside of uh the pole class yeah. obviously and maintain your fitness that's two so i need a third piece yeah um oh my god how is it so tough to give advice i it, it's like, put, shouldn't it's giving advice spot. be so easy for you as a manager right <laughs> everybody loves giving advice um but it's giving advice about what you care about so that's where it that's makes true. you think about it yeah that's true um and just remember that consistency is the key yeah. you cannot do something um say like this week you'll be like okay i'm going to pole class and then um one month you're going straight and then you forget about it for the next 3 months and then you're going so obviously your progress is going to be slow so um or you might barely see progress which might be again demotivating but consistency and discipline is definitely the key which even i struggled with 
um i still need to discipline myself more mm-hmm. um but i think that is definitely the key to learning anything new um i would say uh, is consistency amazing there you go you gave three pieces of advice <laughs> i know finally thank god so the way i source guests i've told you is like i ask friends but what i didn't tell you is the question i ask friends is who do you admire and i want to talk to that person right so krupa suggested right. you my question is oh, what do you think so she admires sweet. about you uh sorry what was that what do you Can think she it? admires about you um again you're you're just putting me on the spot with these tough questions <laughs> um and i have to say like us our bond is very special and we do admire a lot of things in each other like she has qualities in herself that i don't and i really admire that so maybe she does see you know some qualities how do you uh, know uh oh krupa and me go a long way back um we've known each other since high school mm-hmm. uh we were just not like the best of friends but we were definitely friends even in high school and then um during 11th and 12th i think we 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 weren't in touch and then again we went to bbm together um in college so it, when we like reunited i think in college again our just our bond just started growing um stronger after that and uh, we've been friends ever since if if i'm not wrong i think she told me that you're her best friend yes she is my best friend too <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so you're like <laughs> because i said like we were friends ever since you wanted me to say we were best friends ever since of course like, that's where you caught me i'm just like digging deeper and deeper and deeper <laughs> i'm like just trying to throw you off your game so that like you know no 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 um well i think you did a little bit when you asked me for advice and stuff i was like i was definitely thrown off because um i didn't know what, what advice to give so we'll conclude this formal like uh interview that i have like the structure yes. with the last question which is okay uh if you could speak directly to the audience what would you like to say to them So this is where you either advertise, you know, if you have something to advertise or sell like a book or something. Otherwise, please give me either a quote, a book, okay. or a movie that you really enjoyed recently. Um Okay, I'll yeah, I'll go with a quote because um I really don't have anything to advertise as such. But um and I don't know like this quote I really like it because it it goes like this it says what one can do another can do all that matters is how fast mm interesting it's a very capitalism heavy uh yes <laughs> uh kind of capitalism heavy um but also i like the part that says what one can do another can do um which is just so open to fit anything that tells you that don't ever think like you can't do anything 
Yeah. Like don't look at someone and think like, oh, you can't be that or you can't do that or you can't get there. Um, like you definitely can. And all that matters is how fast <laughs> definitely very capitalistic. Um, but I think it like you can't keep sit, like you can't keep looking at someone and say like, oh, I want that and just not do anything about it. Right. So if you want it, like you go get it, do it and, you know, get on your snap, ship basically. Snap, snap. Yes, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> you got on your soapbox and you gave that actual piece of advice. <laughs> so that that's the formal interview done now. It's just we okay. can, I, now I can chill in my head that I followed Me the format. Too. Oh, okay, okay. Me too. I'm glad it's like, I I was kind of maybe nervous in the beginning, but I'm now glad it went well. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, this is where I ask you not. This is where now you can flip the script and you can ask me stuff and put me on the spot because. Yes, I would love to do that. Go for it. So actually, this came up for me like while we were talking in the, um, you know, during the podcast um, structure, but I was like, Viper, what do you do? You you said like you worked in corporate. Um, and so what do you do for a living now like and i i know you do this so is this your passion or is this your actual job um i was like i wanted to ask you then and i was like okay let me not like ruin the format so i'm a i'm a professional writer okay and in corporate i work as a tech writer which is uh, the people nice. who put documentation together for the software that are built Yes. So I have like yes. a lot of experience in cloud platforms and everything. And basically I learn how to write about really uh, boring sometimes Tech and things, technical yeah. stuff and make it simple and easy to read. Thank God for you. Like what would I do? Like that's me using like technology even at work. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, like will someone else just like give me the documentation for this so I can just like go through it and learn the tool. Uh, because sometimes trainings are tough, right? Yeah. Um, I know they do trainings at work, but people are only paying attention like that much. Mm, but that's and, cool. And, and it's yeah. difficult to retain like, because corporate trainings, like for the sake of convenience, they're put together like a full day's worth of training or a full week's worth of training. Yeah. And nobody can absorb uh, that much. In, that yeah. much, yeah. So, like, I think just for the sake of convenience, it becomes less efficient and that's the corporate way. Yes. <laughs> but yes, yes, I work as a tech writer and then outside, okay. like, I do all sorts of freelance writing, uh, help people okay. with, like, you know, uh, website copy and uh, product descriptions and, like, marketing material uh, college essays uh, and then I do my own blog which I haven't done for the last few weeks but otherwise I put out stuff this year that I'm proud of and uh, I do this podcast which is fun for me because I this get is to actually meet, super fun yeah I get to meet people and just like have a kick-ass conversation with them I get to meet kick-ass people right through it yeah because the filtering yeah. process is asking people Asking for admirable everyday people. Yes. I, and I think that's really beautiful. Like, like it, it's only like famous people that get 
attention and um i think everyone should like people are just beautiful on on the go you know like every day you come across people different characters um and it's nice that this is something that i really like admire that you're doing this thank you thank you thank you thank you so much i feel yeah. so flattered yeah because there was a part of me um and and there is still a part of me that is very much into psychology mm-hmm. um and i do love to read a lot about that um i'm not saying like i'm i'm like you know psych- like when people are talking to me i'm like <laughs> trying to psychoanalyze them or something but uh it's very interesting to me like how people are yeah yeah i i i think that's what this is an experiment in right just like getting to meet different people and like Yeah. see how people are yeah and find good yeah. stories to share so that's why yes. i do this and so this is everything that you wanted to know i think i answered both your questions so now if you have any other questions to put me on the spot <laughs> um wait what did you ask me let me try to let me try to question you who are you vibhav <laughs> I am a nerdy theater kid who grew up in a very conservative and religious by religious uh upbringing and so I feel like I am the perfect mix of science student art student and commerce student <laughs> Okay. And I identify really hard with my like with the idea of being a lifelong student and trying new things and learning new things and so on and so forth. Okay. That was good. That was good. That was good. You didn't you didn't crumble anywhere. You kept going. And that was good. I don't know why like when you asked me that question it's just It's honestly such a difficult question for me because I feel like anything like you said all of this which was which gives a little bit about like your background and and everything but yet you are like so much more than what you defined in words yeah of course um that that that, that I think that's why that question is always like Difficult, difficult for me to answer because even if i yourself. answer at yes even if i answer at this point like this is who i am yeah i'm putting like a definitive barrier around yeah barrier and definition to it that if in future it changes will be contradicting to what i said today um but that's I not think, a bad thing uh it's not a bad thing at all but i think people need to understand that people change constantly yeah um you know because i think even today we see so many of these things um on instagram or online where an actress actor or actress said something like a couple of years ago and today they're saying something else and they're like they said this so many years ago and like make a big deal about it i'm like yeah dude like people change now they're not that person yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think because not everybody is so, able to change for whatever reason whether it be you know lack of privilege or whether it really just be a resistance like a psychological resistance to growing 
yeah but yeah like changing is growing yes yes we, we, for sure yeah we, we stop growing in height we don't stop growing in weight unfortunately <laughs> but we have to keep That's growing we have to keep growing mentally mm-hmm. always yeah always uh but what what is today for you is it for me it's friday for you it's friday night yeah it's friday night it's 10 it's almost 10:30 wow vibhav i appreciate you doing this on a friday night when you could be out there partying I'm 31 years old my days of partying <laughs> are done Tell me about it dude like I'm not kidding like even close to hitting like I'm 30 now and even close to hitting 30 I'm like like there's no way that I'm going out partying um I might go out like a karaoke night which I went recently but I realized that even just a karaoke night like it was a live band and the next day i felt like shit and all i had was like two drinks mm. not even two drinks one drink like one beer and next day i'm like oh i'm so tired because i like slept at 2 am or something and i was like hell no i swear man i i like the the day i turned 30 i felt my elbows and knees lock <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah I I get that I'm not even kidding I I do so much warm up before I like do pole or like workout or whatever and yet when I'm practicing and when I sit my knees just go like and I'm like fuck dude like it's just unbelievable how your body changes just when you hit a certain age Yeah So okay. it's an interesting conversation to have. Uh I'm going to cut yeah. that out. Um and just yeah. going to include yes. a goodbye from you. So if you'd like to just say okay. goodbye to the audience. Yeah. Bye guys. Whoever's watching, not watching, bye. Thank you so much for listening.